Welcome to the scariest, the scariest, the scariest episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly you will ever hear. Today we will tell ghost stories with Anna Gosteyer. Will Ferrell. Okay. I can't do it, Jim. Jimmy. I can't. Pardo impression. Hi, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Welcome. This is the October 29th edition, 2018. Scary. Scary month. You know how in Detroit it seems like all of October is just hell? I'm not saying that's the truth, but I would hear about Devil's Night, homes getting burnt, burnt down, juggalos running rampant. Any of my Detroit friends and listeners, let me know if I'm off base here. But yeah, that's the world this month. Even places that don't give a good god get get gone about Halloween. Bad. They're having bad things happen. Of course, here in North America, we've had a couple of just ridiculously terrible things happen this weekend. I'll get into that in a minute. You're listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am your titular host. This show is four times a week. Sometimes we have guests. Last week it was Scott Thompson of Kids in the Hall. I've had musical guests in the past. This will continue. Sometimes I don't stay close to the microphone when I speak. I edit this myself. I'm still learning how to do this podcast is really what I'm trying to say. And uh, if you have any suggestions for sound, if you have any questions, things you'd like read on air, weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. A spooky month. Good. The Halloween decorations have been good this year. That's what I'm noticing. People are really going for it. A lot of dis, a lot of a lot of severed arms and legs. I'm noticing. So good for you. Just found out. Uh, well, I'll tell you about that tomorrow. Uh, I am recording this on the Sunday. Full disclosure, it's coming out on the Monday. Uh, I did find out I'm seeing Nick Cave tonight, so I will let you know how that was. And. Today is the uh, three-year anniversary of my uh, father uh, leaving this mortal coil. And I'm talking about it over spooky music. Seems not not appropriate. But... Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk about it too much. Maybe I'll talk about it more tomorrow, actually. Um, just because... It's, uh, I need to process it for a day, so stay tuned. And uh, back to the spooky music. If you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend. We are closing in on 10,000 listens. Can you believe it? I can't. Now I'm on Seinfeld. That's what I call SoundCloud. 
I'm on SoundCloud, which has unfortunately a degree of fake listens, but it's really not a ton. It's off by like about maybe five to eight hundred, so I'm still going to get to ten thousand listens. And when I get ten thousand listens, I will tell you. And that won't be that far from now. So thank you for listening. Thank you for telling people about this if you have. And thank you for checking us out if the Scott Thompson episode was the first episode you listened to. I do talk about ADHD. I'm not going to really talk about it tonight. But if there are, th- I, I don't really want to repeat myself. So if you have questions, and I know I have been, but if you have questions that are specific to adult uh, attention, you know what it stands for, um, ask me. And I I won't give any kind of professional answer, but I will refer to what I've read and uh, give a non-diagnostical answer as best I can. Like, I talked about some of my tactics for focus that I'm learning, and um, I'd be happy to revisit that. So if you want to let me know about that, just let me know. But right now I want to talk about the bullshit. This is in a mix called Halloween Music. Oh, it's commercial. (sighs) This pipe bomb thing. Terrible. This shooting. Also terrible. Shooting in a synagogue. Anti-Semitism is super rampant these days. You can't get around it. And it's really hard to avoid and it's really hard to parse for a lot of people because it you know, coincides with this time in history when the Jews are um, truly in a morally perilous place in Israel. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm supposed to be doing comedy. And this is what I'm doing. I'm just saying that legitimate beef with... um, the Israeli way of doing things is fusing uh, the Israeli government's way of dealing with the current conflict in Gaza and and the Palestinian territories uh, is undeniably fusing with anti-Semitism at times. The shooter... Um, and Richard Spencer both have in common not wanting America to get involved in um, Israel. Which, of course, would be something that I'm sure a lot of, you know, Noam Chomsky, Jewish man, would also want. So it's convoluted, separating uh, legitimate criticism of Israel and people who have a Jewish world government um, paranoia that they would love to turn into some sort of persecution complex and I mean Pittsburgh was where I saw my first Nazi armband worn outwardly uh, on the street on my way to a deicide and Danzig concert that being said I love Pittsburgh I love the people in Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful city. And I don't think that you have it more anti-Semitism than anywhere else. I'm just saying, this shit is real. This shit is real. And then the pipe bump thing is also an example of of this guy, Daniel, I think is his name. 
the sending of pipe bombs that he did is it's just you know at at the least responsible level of our current times what we're seeing is an activation of mental illness by you know the um divisions that are happening in America in America right now of course you know this type of thing has always existed don't get it twisted um from what happened to Vinnie Paul and not Vinnie Paul to Dimebag Daryl and and uh John Lennon and into the 60s I mean there's you know Robert Kennedy I don't think he was killed by somebody who who was thinking about much at all that being said rhetoric and what we're exposed to it does activate these things and and I think if we were to um have a less violently worded um culture of I can't blame the less the left for this I mean I've been following these blogs um the right wing thing the post 9-11 thing of right wing people feeling very justified in their um, aggressive opinions towards outsiders and towards those who criticize them in the country <sighs> I haven't seen that kind of attitude in the left until Trump and uh, you know that's a bit that's about a 15 year difference in terms of things getting ramped up so um what i'm trying to say is even the bulwark of aggressiveness is so much stronger on the right you know um they can or they don't need to admit it it's not that's not what's important i think what's important moving ahead is like i was watching this politicon stuff this political convention that's what Politicon stands for. Convention. I'm not sure if you knew that. I don't know what you know. You're just listening. I can't see you. But I was listening. Uh, watched the couple of debates. Um, Charlie Kirk and Sam Cedar and uh, Tucker Carlson and Sink, the guy from the Young Turks. And like what I appreciated about them was that they were in the spirit of when you saw William Buckley and James Baldwin having this discussion. You can find that on YouTube, James Buckley and William, uh, William F. Buckley and James Baldwin having a conversation in the 1960s in England, um, some sort of conference. And what it is is the um, laying out of opinion and finding... Uh, I don't want to say common ground, but finding some level of common ground because that's what it's at the the basis of a lot of this is people who feel the same way, blaming sometimes different things, sometimes the same things, but generally having wildly different takes on how to deal with it. So how do you deal with it? How do you find... A compromise that isn't a principle, a compromise of principles, but a compromise uh, that will 
keep the shaky grounds that countries exist on um, full of people with differing opinions. Like, how do you do your best to satisfy those groups of people? That's what I want to know. And why does everyone think it's the Jews? And if you're listening and going, because it is the Jews, I don't know what to say to you. I literally don't know what to say to you. And likely I'll never say anything to you. Can I put my hockey card collection into an RRSP? No. Can I put a... Ladies and gentlemen, that's Nick Flan Weekly for tonight, today, this morning, this evening. Dusk, day, dawn. I've got to process a few things, so I'm going to go. I'm sorry if that was a... It's my usual ramble. I just am... I'm very saddened by where things are at. I'm incredibly saddened by the day-to-day things that are happening in America. And I don't know enough about the American Civil War to weigh in in terms of what the tenor of the times was like compared to now. I'm just thinking, you know, there's no slavery issue here. There's no major, there's no one demanding for an end to gun ownership. There's no one demanding for an end to free enterprise. Um, So because those divisions are theoretical are are, are theoretically because those divisions are are, don't seem as hard as the idea of a human as an indentured slave being okay um it seems surmountable but (laughs) i said i was gonna go but i did just remember something i wanted to talk about i think that in the same way that the anti-semitism kind of is a coming together of a lot of different groups um, that wind up being, for lack of a better word, radicalized. Um, The same thing has happened in the U.S. with uh, religious groups, religious conservatives, um, including Jewish people, of course. Um, There is an effort being made against things like abortion because, you know... I'd say 75% of people who are pro-life are probably very religious. I wouldn't say it's 100%. I'm just going to lowball that number because um, I'm going to assume there's 25% of people who are like, that's a baby. And if you feel that way, fine. I'm just saying that that is the foundational division, I do believe, is the effort to maintain America and, to an extent, Canada as a Christian nation— But if that coincides with the beliefs of conservative Muslims, conservative Jews, a religious nation, at least, versus people who take are are going the freedom of religion route, i.e. no religion, blasphemy, no religion. Anyway. Yeah. I stopped the music. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly, at Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter. Nick Flanagan Weekly on Instagram. 
trying to make a lot of money in November. If you have any suggestions, let me know. Should I do a Patreon? Just tell me if I should. Are we not there yet? <laughs> I definitely still want to do this four days a week. And if you're loving it four days a week, let me know. Because it's tough, but it's like super enjoyable. Okay. You're nice. I'm nice. We're nice. Let's get the world a better place. Uh, heal the world, Michael Jackson. That's the only thing I learned from Michael Jackson. Not how to dance, but that we all should heal the world. Make it a better world. Uh, heal the world. We'll make it the best world we can. Oh, the world, it gets pretty nuts. And the world, it jumps in our butts. But we gotta heal.